RadioMD. RadioMD.com. Become a healthier you five days a week. This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio. Some of the lines that distinguish HMOs, PPOs, EPOs, and POS plans from one another have blurred, making it hard to know what you're buying by name alone, and, and it can be very confusing to know what you're getting. So you should. And when you're listening to this segment, you know you're going to learn how all of this works from Mariana Turno, President of Government Relations for Guarantee Trust Life Insurance Company in Glenview, Illinois. So Marianne, let's start with HMOs because they've had a bad rap over the years. They've been around for what, 30-something years where people have thought that this was a lower-quality health plan? Well, you're right, Melanie. They they came out in the 80s, and it was really a response to runaway health costs and how do we contain them. So the HMO was born. And I will tell you, before we start, everything we're talking about today all is based on a collection of doctors, hospitals, and providers. So every time we talk about a network, a network is just a list of doctors, hospitals, and providers, and the list might be big or it might be little, depending on what type of network an insurance plan uses. So the HMO is the most restrictive. It's a small list of doctors and hospitals. Um, A person who has an HMO plan, and that stands for Health Maintenance Organization, has to pick a primary care doctor. So make sure if you're using a doctor already that it's on the list. Always check the list. And lists are always available to look at before you pick a health insurance plan. By law, health insurers have to show you that list before you sign up with them. So it's a primary care doctor who will take care of all your general well visits and colds and flus and things like that. And they're also the gatekeeper for any other doctor you want to see. So if you need a referral because you have a rash and you want to go to a dermatologist or your child, I don't know, has a funny bump or something, you want to see what it is, you have to go to your primary care doctor first. And they will look at you, and if they can't help, then they will refer you to a specialist, unless it's an emergency. If it's an emergency, go right to the emergency room. The one so you do have to have a, re- before you say the exception, yeah. and let's not forget that, but you do have to have a referral with an HMO to go see yes. one of the specialists. You always have to have a referral from your primary care doctor, always. Okay, so what are the exceptions? The exception is for women. You can also have a gynecologist. You don't have to just have a primary care doctor. You can also have a gynecologist. You don't need a referral to go to your gynecologist. Well, that's cool. Yay for yeah. women. Finally, yeah. they did something that would help us along the lines. My yeah. goodness. Cause we've yeah, that's been a, it's so... a really important exception. And that's if a you... very important <laughs> exception. So, yeah, if you go out of network, if you go to somebody who's not on your list, or if you go to a specialist without getting a referral, chances are there will be no insurance coverage for it, and you will have to pay 100% of the cost. Wow. That's okay, the big so difference it's, with an HMO. It's received its stigma for a reason. However, when I looked on, you know, when I was doing research for all of our shows with you so that I don't sound like an idiot, it on the, on the exchanges... There's so many HMOs, and they and when you compare them side by side, it doesn't seem that different. You know what? I was just looking at this last week because I'm helping my daughter sign up on the exchange. She turned 26. She's not on my insurance anymore. Um, there are a lot of HMOs because that's the way to keep costs down for an insurance company. But when you look at the provider lists, they're so small in comparison oh. to a PPO plan. You will have you know, maybe five primary care docs in your geographic area as 
as opposed to 50 primary care docs. So it's really, especially if you already have a doctor you like, sometimes it can be very difficult to find an HMO that fits with you and your family's needs. Well, why is that? So do the providers not want to be involved in an HMO, or is it the insurance companies that want to make a small provider list so they can keep better control of the situation or track of it? Both. HMO um, reimbursements for doctors are typically much less than a PPO reimbursement. The health insurer guarantees that they're going to get a lot more people because they're one of only a very few on their list, but in return, they're not going to get paid as much per patient. Oh, okay. So it's based more on volume, you know, as opposed to whatever, but you're still getting quality of care if you pick a guy, you know, a, a provider that you like. Oh, yeah. I mean, and you'll, you'll find doctors that'll be on both lists. They'll be on an HMO list. They'll also be on a PPO list. Just depends on the contract with the insurance company and what this doctor decided to do. And it has nothing to do with the quality of the care. Absolutely nothing. Okay, so then let's move on to PPOs, which people seem to prefer, and they're called prefer. So speak about PPOs now. You're right. Preferred Provider Organization. It's a much larger network, much larger, three times larger sometimes. There is no gatekeeper. You don't. That's the biggest difference between an HMO and a PPO. You don't need to go to a primary care physician in order to get a referral to somebody else. You don't have to pick a primary care physician. You can go to whatever doctor you want. If you have that rash or if your child has that bump, you can look on the list and find a doctor and go to them without having to go to the primary care doctor first to get a referral. There are also coverages if you're out of network. If you go to somebody that's not on the list with an HMO, you pay 100% of the cost. With a PPO, you're going to pay more of the cost, but you're not going to pay 100%. So there's some coverage out of network, just not as much coverage as if you stayed on the network list. And is there a difference in, obviously, there's a difference with, you say, as the, you know, with the size of the providers and more options and you don't need a referral and that sort of thing. Is there a difference generally between an HMO and a PPO in out-of-pocket expenses? Does that, is that a big, you know, determinant between these two? It is. Um, an HMO premium is going to cost less than a PPO premium is going to cost. An HMO usually has a smaller deductible, but you're going to have larger out-of-pocket costs if you go out of network. With a PPO, you have a slightly higher premium. You might have a slightly higher deductible, but if you decide to go out of network, some of those costs are going to be covered. So if you're a pretty healthy person, an HMO might be the way to go. If it's the least expensive option, and you don't think you're going to use a lot of care. But if you're going to use a lot of care during the year and you want more flexibility with where you go, a PPO might be a better option. Okay, so then what's an exclusive provider organization, an EPO? An EPO is a combination of a HMO and a PPO. There's no primary care doctor gatekeeper, so you don't need a referral. However, the list of doctors and hospitals available to you looks like an HMO list. It's a very small list network, and there is no coverage if you go outside of that list. So you've got the small network of an HMO, you have the no out-of-network coverage of the HMO, but you have the no referrals needed of the PPO. Wow, you just put everything out there so easily to understand. And now what's a POS, a point of service? Point of service is, again, it's a combination of those of the HMO and a PPO. It's a little bit um, more flexible than an EPO. You have 
a primary care doctor, so now you have that gatekeeper again like you had with the HMO. You need a referral to go see another specialist, but you have a larger network, kind of like the PPO is, and you do get some out-of-network coverage for doctors that are not on your list. So So it's kind of the reverse of the EPO. And and you've explained them so well, Marianne, as you always do, but so now in the last, we only have like a minute left. How do we know which one is right for us? The best thing to do is, is look at the list. The very first thing you do, look at the list and see if there are doctors in your area, if there are a lot of doctors in your area, if your doctors that you like are on that list. Always start with the list. Okay, so that is just such important information to know the difference between HMOs, PPOs, EPOs, and POS. And if you missed the great explanation that Marianne gave here today and the fact that she says to look at the list of providers, make sure your doctors are on them that you like, and then make your decisions from there and go see which one is right for you. And if you missed any of that, listen again with a pencil in your hand and then share these shows with your friends. You can see all of Marianne's whole series on the Affordable Care Act and just health insurance in general. My goodness, there's such great information right on the front page of RadioMD.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, or the free TuneIn Radio app. So it's all over the place, and you can get that great quality information. This is Melanie Cole. Stay well.